Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. Once again, we're here with a very special guest, uh, you know, a friend uh, from the Navy service. And as we celebrating the Navy birthday, it was yesterday, but we're celebrating still today, um, Mick Pond, Stephen Giordano. Uh, and I'm going to have Vince take over and introduce and we're going to get on this show. It's going to be entertaining. Oh, absolutely. I'm just honored and pleasure. I had to look for something I had representative of the Navy and all I have is something from the NEX. But, <laughs> but you know, I just want to say thank you, Midpon, which is actually Master Chief Petty Officer of the Navy, number 14 himself, Stephen Giordano. So we're very excited and honored and humbled to have you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. But let's talk about and share with the listeners about you and your evolution in the Navy. Oh, I guess you're kicking that over to me now. All right, no, no pressure on me. Uh, hey, you know, we started this thing with a great smile on our face. And, and, and you know what? It, that's a true, uh, a true smile, an authentic smile, if you will, because uh, we linked up a couple minutes ago before we came on the, on the air here. And we were having a great conversation, just catching up with one another. And, uh, you know, before we really get into, you know, the question piece of this, uh, as Enrique already mentioned, you know, got to give that shout out, you know, to our shipmates out there on a, on a very happy and blessed 245th birthday, you know, and, and not just to our sailors, but to our families as well, too, uh, because, you know, we, we are a powerful naval force, the most powerful force in the world. And we're only that powerful force because of the sailors, the Marines, the Coast Guardsmen that are out there operating on the seas on a regular basis, a lot of times in harm's way. Um, but a lot of them are able to do what they do because of the love and support that they have back home from their friends and their families. So God bless everyone for what you do every day, for allowing them to be those people that our country asked them to be. And again, happy birthday to you all. Vince, Enrique, I'm honored and humbled, uh, you know, to be on the show with you. You guys are just two amazing gentlemen. Love to see you giving back every day. I mean, you've had some amazing speakers on the show. And uh, when you reached out to me and asked me, I mean, I kind of had to scratch my head and go, why me? And uh, I appreciate the, the laughter there, Enrique, because you're probably still sitting there going, why him? Right. Well, maybe we'll figure out the answer to that question by the end of the show. Uh, so to to your to your question there, Vince, you know, uh, like a lot of people, we start our journey in life uh, and in careers kind of not knowing where it's going to go. You know what launched us to that, you know, kind of first stone. And uh, to be honest with you, and, and, and I give great respect, credit. Uh, to a young man at that time that had a profound impact on my life. Uh, you know, Kevin and I, uh, we grew up in high school together. We decided to join the Navy together. I should say he decided to join and I just kind of followed suit. Um, and uh, were it not for that man, um, I don't know if I would have joined the Navy. Um, I do know that, 
um, I didn't have much going for me in, at that time in, in my young life. You know, God bless my mother, single mom, raising seven kids. I mean, one of the strongest women I know. And I probably don't give her enough credit every day. I don't call her enough. I don't tell her I love her enough. Um, I wish I did more of it. Maybe this show will be a reminder of me and reminder to everybody. Take those times to say thank you. And, and I love you for what you allowed me to do and, and to be that person for me in my life. Um, you know, so I kind of said, all right, let, let's do this. Let, let's go figure out what this thing, the Navy is called. Now, my father served for just a couple years in Little Creek. Uh, and my brother, my brother, my oldest brother served for a couple years. Um, but that was it. I mean, no real strong naval heritage in our family, if you will. Um, so I kind of, you know, went into this thing not knowing what I was getting into. And, uh, you know, you fast forward this thing. Uh, almost 30 years later, I found myself, you know, sitting in the office of the Master Chief Petty Officer of the Navy. And uh, I reflected on that day and going, boy, how did I get here? And uh, it's because of people like Kevin all along that path that reminded me every day that this journey is not about you. This journey is about everybody around you and hoping that the experiences and the things you share with one another help each one of you grow to be the people that you want to be in life. And hopefully for me, it, it allowed me to grow to be a better sailor, you know, a better husband, a better father, uh, a better shipmate to everybody out there. And I was honored and blessed to serve. Yeah, and look, I, I was witness personally of, of your career. Uh, I was blessed to uh, meet you when, when a the AGs got absorbed by IDC. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you was forced Master Chief, which brings us to the next question of change. But before we speak about the question of change, I just wanna take this opportunity uh, to encourage leaders, leaders that are listening. Uh, change brings different things. <clears throat> In my life, uh, Mick Giordano at the time was forced Giordano, um, was the change in my life. Uh, but this is a little story and, and we're going to chuckle a little and then we're going to go and let Mick Pond answer what he's seen uh, throughout his years. But here I am, I was a, a, a newly minted uh, command senior chief at JTWC Pearl Harbor. Uh, Force Master Chief Giordano visits the island. He comes into my office and he says, what in the world? This office is bigger than mine. And, I, you know, we had a chuckle. You know, that was all the CEO and it wasn't me. But uh, I say, hey, let's sit down, had a little sitting area and we sit down and, and, and he looks at my little table there, had a bunch of coins and a baseball. And uh, he says, oh, what's this? I said, oh, it's a baseball. You know, I have all the McPons come to the island. When they come to the island, I usually have them sign uh, my baseball. And then, you know, the premise is that I'm gonna have this signed by all the living McPons and I'm gonna send it off to the Naval Memorial where they can display it, right? Just one, one of my, my giving back to the Navy. So he says, oh, can I sign it? And I said, uh, well, Force, um, <laughs> that's for McPons. <laughs> and I, I don't have nobody else but McPons sign the ball. So no, I'm sorry, you can't sign it. So what happens three years later, McPond Giordano is selected 
and he didn't sign my baseball. <laughs> so let this be a lesson to all leaders out there, right? And in terms of change, give yourself an opportunity to open up your aperture for the possibility of change. Because not everything that is there at the time means that that's what it's all about. Had I, you know, foresaw, uh, had a genie or something and said, hey, the same guy asking you to sign the baseball today is going to end up being the guy that's going to sign the baseball tomorrow, I would have let him sign it. But I wasn't open to the possibility. So, you know, a leadership lesson, change is going to come but also look at the possibility of changes and to capitalize, right? Because I did not. So make part, we go back to the, the, the question of, of, you know, the changes that we have seen, the changes that you have seen in the Navy, um, you know, tell us a little bit about those changes because I know you've seen a lot. Yeah. So, uh, you know, let me go back and uh, talk about that office a little bit that we walked into. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. My goodness. I, you know, to be honest with you, I think that office is still more impressive than the office of the Pond. I mean, you couldn't find a space that didn't have some type of, you know, uh, yeah, look who I am memorabilia on it, right? I mean, it was quite impressive. Uh, but no, we had a great conversation in that room. And, uh, you know, let me, you know, about that baseball, you know, if you'd have, if you'd have said, you know what, yeah, go ahead, Gio, go ahead and, and sign that baseball, no problem. Um, you know, we might have had a different conversation, right? <laughs> um, because, you know, all the names, the very prestigious gentlemen that had signed that ball at the time, right, my predecessors, um, you know, who knows what their response to that would have been if the next, you know, retired MCPON, whatever, would have walked into your office or current MCPON and said, well, you know, well, why is, you know, why is Steve Gerhano's name on that ball? He, 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 he was a force. He, he was never MCPON or, you know, he signed that ball before he was even the MCPON. You know, I, I, I bring that up because, it, you know, I, I got your, I got your point in that room. You were given respect to the Mass Chief Petty Officers of the Navy. And how held, how high you held them in regard, and, and I appreciate that. I appreciate people that can say no to a senior leader, because those are the things that we need inside the rooms. And when you talk about change in the Navy, I think that's one of the things that we need to continue to remind ourselves of: is that it's hard to say no sometimes. But no has to be said, especially to senior leaders who are making profound decisions that's going to put significant policy and program in place that's going to affect 325,000 people specific to the Navy. And uh, you need those senior enlisted advisors that sit at the table and go, hey, boss, no, that's not a good idea. So when you looked at me and said, no, Force, you're not going to sign the baseball. Eh, no problem. I'll come get you later there, shipmate. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm joking, of course, but you know what? It, it, it's just, I'm in awe of the fact, and, and I think it's, you know, interesting that one of the most prolific baseball players of all time, Jackie Robinson, talked about respect, and we're talking about respect right now, and, and I respected your decision in that room. I respect how you hold the, 
the office in extreme high regard and all our sailors out there as both you gentlemen continue to give back every day and we we very much appreciate it and we monitor it from afar don't get me wrong we we all still monitor you guys but you know Jackie Robinson was was spot on when he said you know I'm not really concerned with you liking or disliking me all I care about is that you respect me as a human being and uh you know you talk about change in in the navy that's where we need to be at, reminding ourselves that people are also human beings and don't get, don't get, uh, you know, blinded by what we wear on our collar or on our sleeve every day. You know, our sailors look to leaders, um, not so much because of your technical prowess, if you, if you will, but because of those things that you do wear represent maturity to them and represent a, a person that can maybe speak from experience and soundly and will truly listen to them when they come to them with those challenges and obstacles. You know, uh, two of the other big changes I think that are taking place in the Navy, I'm not, I'm not gonna speak too much about, you know, as far as the operational piece and, and the growth toward technology and UAVs and space force and all those kinds of things. I mean, those are, I mean, that's just what's going to happen as technology continues to grow and expand. But, uh, you know, I want to talk about the education of our, of our force today. I mean, it is, it is unlike any other time in history. You know, uh, behind me, you'll, you'll see a flag encased, and there's a certificate on the wall as well. But inside the two circles, there's a coin and also a char of metal. And that metal is from the USS Arizona. And that was presented to me by a couple survivors of the USS Arizona when we hosted them and their families uh, over at the Pentagon. And uh, if those gentlemen, you know, look at the Navy today and go, I I'm inspired. I'm amazed at where we are. I'm amazed that I'm sitting in a large room with a senior enlisted person at the Pentagon. They couldn't imagine it. They would have never thought about it in their careers uh, because we didn't have senior enlisted advisors in each one of the services, you know, till, you know, about 15, 16 years after um, the tragedy at Pearl Harbor. Uh, I mean, that's just a, an example of change that has happened across all the services. The other piece of change is kind of where we are as leaders, reminding ourselves to be authentic, competent, and courageous people every day, and uh, how we're going to train and develop those leaders to be mindful and operate uh, correctly in those realms. Absolutely, Mitch Bond. I mean, hearing the story first, I, I'm a little jealous being Air Force, you know, I thought we had all the be bells and whistles, but... Well, well, you do, you do have the bells and whistles, but you know what, there, I mean, there's a significant, and, and God bless you, you know, God bless you. You know, we're, we're all in this thing. And uh, we all, you know, we all raised our right hand and said, I'm going to go serve for whatever reason or another. I'm going to go serve. And, and thank you for that service, Vince. But, you know, the big difference between the Navy and all the other services is the only one that's written in the Constitution that says thou shalt have. <laughs> you know, I'm speaking with a man who has wisdom, <laughs> humility, <laughs> and humor. So, hey, you're talking to me too, not just Enrique. <laughs> <laughs>
but definitely what I heard was the respect. And of course, one other piece I'll add is the integrity, right? Of doing the right thing when nobody's looking, which definitely leaders and as Enrique has done as well. Um, and speaking of the education levels that have been risen up to the level that Navy uh, the sailors have is wonderful to hear and all the changes that has evolved in the Navy. Now, going to the next 245 years forward, what do you see in the future of the Navy and for the Navy? Yeah, I, I, I kind of spoke about that a little bit when we talk about technology and kind of where we're going to be as operating forces and, and uh, you know, you know, what are going to be the systems that we will operate and in what environments will we be operating in? I mean, you see the establishment of the Space Force. I mean, that's just that's just remarkable. Who, who would have thought that, you know, 10 years ago, needless to say, 245 years ago, you know, 245 years ago, if people would have said, hey, we'll be talking on this thing called a computer, you know, from thousands of miles away across the globe, you know, who knows what they would have done to us? Because there's a different way that they handled those folks sometimes. And, uh, you know, but, you know, what I love is we embrace it. The, 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 the sailors, the service members across all services have a way of embracing that. And they rise to the occasion. And as you talk about education, it's going to be extremely important as those systems come online. You know, when we started operating unmanned aerial vehicles, I mean, we didn't even think about putting an enlisted person, um, you know, on the joystick, if you will. Today, they're operating them. And, uh, and, and that's an impressive thing and only able to do so because of the talent and, and, and the, the services recognizing the talent of our, uh, our young enlisted force. And, and God bless them for doing that. Uh, but again, I think that has a lot to do with the, the driving force in all those offices being a senior enlisted advisor saying, hey, I, I think you're not uh, taking advantage of the full force, if you will. Um, so I think they will continue to, to see our, our, uh, our systems expand. You know, again, behind me, you'll see the platforms that, that kind of our, our, our Navy operates out there uh, across the, the domains, if you will, whether it's submarine force, surface force, you know, the air community, whatever it may be. I mean, we're, we're operating all cylinders. I mean, you see the, the recent, I was honored and blessed with, with some of my predecessors to attend the recent commissioning of the USS Dell Black. And, and what an amazing platform. And, and what, a, what an honor it is for those sailors, those, those sailors in the infancy, for a lot of them in their career, for their first ship to be the USS Dell Black. And just think about what that man and his family, God bless her heart, I'm a Black, did for our Navy and continue to do for our Navy as they set sail. Um, and that's just one example of, you know, how technology has grown and the capability of our platforms out there. Uh, you know, the other thing that I think about is uh, how we're going to kind of keep up with that technology. Because the systems that we do put in place, it's amazing. When they go online, they're already behind. You know, so how do we get, uh, how do we get through those processes faster to get the most current technology available? But in all that, I spent a lot of time operating across the globe and speaking to my, my counterparts at the time in other, in other countries and other services. And they're in awe of uh, how we operate. 
and, and how we can call ourselves a, the most powerful force in the world. And we can only do that because of our service members, because they have the ability and we give them the ability to speak up and say something's not right. And we let them make decisions. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, what's, what's coming is just amazing. Uh, and, and I just can't wait to see it. Now, we were uh, both operating at the time where we met, uh, you know, Information Dominance Corps. Uh, and uh, it was amazing then, right? It was amazing then, and uh, I can just imagine what's happened in the last six years alone. Uh, now, Vince mentioned wisdom, and I want to pick a little bit uh, on that topic, uh, because throughout the years, we all, all three of us, have undoubtedly learned a lot of wisdom from a lot of different people, uh, some things that, you know, we say, oh, no, we don't need that. Uh, and definitely some things that we say, oh, we got to hold that near and dear for the rest of our lives. Um, what are some things that you, uh, Megpon, have uh, learned throughout the years in terms of wisdom that you could share with the listening audience? That's a good question. Uh, you know, I mean, we could speak all day about, <laughs> you know, my learning curve. Um, but you know what, most of all, I want, I want to focus on one word. And I, and I shared this word, you know, every time I had a conversation with uh, our, our newly uh, pinned chief petty officers. But it, it, it's, it's important for everybody to hear. And the word is potential. You know, as a young sailor, when I was growing up, I kind of focused on three things. And that was, hey, just kind of show up on time, be in the right uniform, and do what you're told, right? And, and I failed sometimes in those regards. I'll be honest with you. I think we all can admit to that. I challenged some leaders. Or I should say I made it challenging for a lot of leaders out there. And, uh, but I appreciate them seeing potential. And uh, even though, you know, sometimes we can't see it in ourselves. And I can tell you, as a, as a young man, 18 years old, who find themselves in a Ganya Guam, who you know, came from the great state of Maryland and couldn't even find Guam on a map. I mean, I, I was, I was in all, I was in all of uh, those leaders out there that saw that potential in me. And they saw it throughout my career, even with all the, you know, the challenges that I face and, and some of the misfortunes and, and all that kind of stuff, they continued to recognize that potential. And, uh, but what we have to, be mindful of in our development is as we continue to excel and, and, and we grow from young service members to, you know, mid-level type supervisors into senior ranks, is that potential that allowed us to, to be recognized and achieve the, the next level in a position of authority, whatever that may be, that same potential is not what's going to help us be successful at that next level. And we need to be mindful of that as we continue to grow and develop. And that's why, uh, you know, folks like, you know, my predecessors, the previous McPons and, 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 and everyone that's kind of had an impact on my life. I mean, I'm okay with people looking at me and saying, Gio, your rudder needs corrected. And, and, and I'll, I'll do my best to try to correct that rudder. I'm going to make mistakes across the way. Um, but the true people who, who kind of recognize your potential and see it, they'll, they'll allow you to continue to grow and develop from, from those experiences. And, uh, 
you know, one of the things that I think is most important as you continue to grow and develop as a leader is an attitude, right? And I love the fact that you guys start the show with, hey, look at the smiles on the face and we're all going to have a good time. And Vince started with, boy, this is going to be a great show. You know, it started with a really positive attitude, you know, and uh, and we all had things that go on in our lives and things that affect us every day, whether it's work, whether it's home, whether it's the community, whatever it is that's affecting us in our lives. And sometimes we're not we don't want to walk into the day with a smile on our face, you know, and, uh, you know, because you got other things on your mind. But as, as we continue to grow and develop and we find ourselves in in leadership positions, we have to be mindful of the the effect that that attitude can have on folks, you know, uh, you know, and, and, and forgive me, um, I, I believe, I mean, I'm, I love baseball, um, you know, I believe it was Wade Boggs, you know, it's, you know, a positive attitude is a catalyst for extraordinary things to happen, it's infectious, and when we're having those bad days, just remember that, and you'd be amazed what we can work through as you even talk about change and how we work through change. A positive attitude can go a long way. And I think you gentlemen know that as well. <laughs> well, you know, thank you for sharing. I, I definitely encourage folks to understand that wisdom of you know, being on time in the right uniform and now throwing the right attitude as well because growth and development happens with those pearls of wisdom, which also transcends into the leadership tips and advice uh, that giving others as, as well as this wisdom. But for the whole uh, fleet of those upcoming sailors, those that are signing, raising their right arm, what advice would you give them, leadership tips to give them as they grow into uh, the most powerful beings in the Navy? Um, you know, as a leader, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about a few different things here, if that's okay. Um, you know, the first, the, the, First thing I, I want to talk about is uh, when bad things happen, because I think that's the most important thing, because that's when we're challenged most as a leader, and that's when the true character of a leader comes out. Um, and uh, unfortunately, when bad things happen, those not so good leaders will tend to take their finger and point it to the external. A great leader when the bad things happen, unfortunate decisions are made, they'll take that finger, they'll point it at themselves and they'll say, what did I do wrong? Leaders that do that will find and resolve those challenges much faster than anyone that ever points the finger to the external first. It's not the right way to operate out there as a leader. The other thing to be mindful of is how do you define legacy as a leader? And we can all put it in different words and analogies and however we want to say it. But for me, and I think I've kind of stated it a little bit in different words is, you know, legacy is all about, I want you to be better than what I was. And, uh, and, and, and that's just simply put. And what that means is I'm going to give you everything I got. The things I've learned, the successes, the failures, everything I got to help you be better than what I was and, uh, and, and, and hope that, you know, we can be successful in that regard. And to do that, I think leaders need to be authentic people. Now, authenticity is a word that I've heard a lot lately. 
Sometimes I think people just use it as a tagline. But if you are truly an authentic person, you know who you are down to the core. And, uh, and that's what people need to see in you and hear from you every time you talk to them. Because when you're standing before a large group of sailors or a small group of sailors or a one-on-one, -on -one, they will know immediately whether you're being true to them in the conversations. And if you know who you are, that authenticity will come out in every conversation, no matter how small or how large that forum is. The other piece of it is uh, being competent. You have to be competent as a leader. And as, as, and I'll speak from an enlisted force, you know, we grow and the Navy has a great way of developing us as technical experts inside our communities. But we also need to know that there's this institutional piece that we have to, you know, grow and develop into as well, because, you know, those, those folks don't look to us always as, uh, hey, I need a, a technical uh, question answer for me here. They're usually coming to you with something else. And we have to be mindful of that. So we need to continue to develop our competency across a number of spectrums, whether it's institutional, whether it's as a technical expert, or whether it's just developing those people skills. Being able to sit down and truly listen to people is one of those, and, and I think is the most important of those skills. Uh, and they'll tell you is probably the mother of all virtues. And that leads right into the final piece of kind of what I'd like to talk about with leaders is courage. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think of courage as our ability to sit down and listen. You know, I think it takes much more courage to sit down and listen to somebody than it ever does to stand up and talk to somebody. And uh, I'd ask leaders to keep that in mind. You know, people always want to talk about, you know, and, and, and again, people have different ways of putting it, talking about courage is, you know, courage is doing the right thing when nobody's looking and all those kinds of things, you know, and that's important. Absolutely. But I think the most important thing about courage is our ability to listen. And if you listen, you tend to really actively pay attention to what somebody is saying. And you'll have empathy, you'll have an understanding, you'll have appreciation for where that person is coming from. Yeah, I, I totally agree with all of those. Uh, not just because you said it, but because they're sound. Sound advice, uh, and, um, and we thank you for that, Mekwan. Um, <clears throat> we thank you for the time you've shared uh, with us today. Uh, we know that uh, you, know, you all have busy schedules. Um, but um, if someone wanted to get a hold of you uh, for, for any reason, uh, how would they do that? What would be the best way? Reach out to your show. I appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, you know, to that point real quick, you know, I mean, you, I'll tell you, you, you guys are amazing. I mean, the, the conversations that you have, the true conversations that you have, you get people on there that, 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 that can actually share true messages with folks and help folks, uh, you know, grow and develop and maybe take something away from the conversation that, you know, they won't just listen to it, move on and forget that they even listen to it. They'll actually listen to it, take something away from it, and maybe even share it with other folks. So I, I say it in jest, which is, hey, if you want to reach out to me, reach to the show because if you reach to the show, not only will you get in touch with me, 
you will get in touch with a lot of other great people out there that uh, you didn't even know may be a resource for you uh, to help you, you know, kind of work through stuff or just simply have a conversation with. Uh, but if you want to reach to me, you know, I'm happy to share uh, my email address. Um, it's pretty simple. It's mickpon 14 at uh, outlook.com. Um, I try to keep that simple. Um, so it's mcpon14 at outlook.com. Anybody can reach out to me anytime. You know, as, as I grew as a leader, one thing I always told folks that is if you ever reach out to me, I guarantee you one thing, you will always hear back from me. And, uh, and, and I've kept my word on that in, in every regard, and I'll continue to keep my word on that. Um, and and uh, Enrique and Vince, you know, feel free to share that information. And uh, I, I, again, I've been, you know, so honored and humbled to, to be part of this show with you. Uh, thank you for inviting me. You know, thank you again to all our, our sailors and their families out there. Uh, again, celebrating the 245th birthday of our Navy. And, uh, you know, but let's not, let's not uh, forget that we don't just celebrate 245 years. We remember 245 years as, uh, as we think about, you know, our Navy today and what the future may hold for our Navy. God bless you, gentlemen. I mean, you're awesome. God bless your families. And uh, the la it, let me finish with, if you have not, now here, here's a final little tidbit, if I may, Vince, Enrique, if you're okay. You know, I, I placed a lot of challenges on my wife. Bless her heart. She is a phenomenal woman. She is so much better than me. It's unreal. And during my time in service, as I was gone and deployed and traveling all over the place, I spent a lot of time away. And uh, even to the point where I wasn't there for the birth of my second child. And uh, I always thought that I was giving her the respect and the credit that she needed. And, and I tried to say it to her often. But it wasn't until I retired and I found myself more involved in the household, if you will, in their lives than I'd ever been before, that I really get a true appreciation for what I asked her to be in my life. And uh, for everybody out there, all those serving, all those retirees, take the time to truly thank them for who they are in our lives. They are, they are some very special people. Yeah. That's very emotional, very heartfelt there, McPon. I actually, thank you for sharing that because added value to our lives is what they do for us and their sacrifices. So great. I want to share that as well. My wife and Enrique's wife, we, they all have done a lot for us. So thank you for adding that to, to the equation here. And as you know how to reach out to McPon, to reach out to us, the Leadership Void, uh, theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. If you would like to be on our show, have any questions or have any paraphernalia you'd like us to showcase during our time together, let's please reach out to us. And as you know, we continue on the show uh, next week. We're very we're grateful for today. It's 245 years. Both these gentlemen, all the sailors out there, um, of not just celebrating, but also remembering the Navy. But we're going to, uh, uh, to, to the Marines next week and talking with Baron Mills 
and he's actually has wears many hats here in Central Florida, but he's going to talk to us about four blocks. So we're excited for that and what that um, nonprofit has to do nationwide around the veteran community and space. So look forward to next week. But today, I just wanted to say thank you, Midpon, uh, for being here, honestly, truthfully, and, and from the heart. So thank you for being you. Yeah, thank you all for joining us today. Thank you, Mick Palm, for your, your time, your wisdom, and, and your uh, entertainment. Uh, we definitely have had a blast uh, with this uh, show. Uh, but for everybody out there, you know, a lot was shared. Take, them, take those nuggets in, process them, be deliberate about the information that we shared, and implement them at will, right, when they need to be. Uh, so for everybody out there listening, thank you for being with us. Uh, thank you once again, Mick Pond. It was a pleasure to uh, see you again and to speak to you, everybody. Have a great and fabulous day. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.